You're listening to Wholesaling Inc. episode number 297. When we joined Zach's program, we decided to implement it as a process and a program into our business where now we're doing it on a mass scale. And we've widened our criteria and our scope in terms of what we consider a pinnable house. Now we're not just looking for the absolute worst, but we're looking for certain cues, which Zach has taught us, like overgrown front lawns, obviously tarp on the roof, needs a new roof, boarded up windows is an obvious one, but maybe a crack in the window, a broken window, bad siding. I think there might be one or two other on the list. That's how we're able to pin so many is because we've widened our scope and we're able to build a bigger list now and hit more people with phone calls and hit more people with direct mail. This is game-changing information guaranteed to raise your real estate wholesaling business with actionable steps you can take immediately to navigate the ins and outs of wholesaling and start making money today. Join us as we put our guests in the hot seat and dive deep to dissect their strategies for success to enable you to duplicate their results. Investor Grit presents Wholesaling Inc., the only show dedicated to making you a fortune in wholesaling with your hosts, Tom Kroll and Cody Hoffheim. Welcome back, Rhino Nation, to the Wholesaling Inc. podcast. This is a limited special edition podcast here today because we actually are going to have two hosts. It's going to be myself, Brent Daniels, and the Driving for Dollars King, Mr. Zach Booth. Zach Booth. And this is going to be really interesting because Zach and I both have coaching programs. We have a, a mine obviously is the TTP program. Not obviously if this is your first time listening, but what that stands for is talk to people. I have a program that promotes and teaches you how to be proactive in your business, pick up the phone and get deals, source opportunities over the phone. And Zach has a, a program for driving for dollars, for getting the absolute biggest and best deals from driving around. He's got a system for that. And on this podcast, we have a hybrid student here, right? Yes, we, do. we have a hybrid student that is both part of the TTP program and of your Driving for Dollars program, and that is Mr. Scott Dallinger. Yeah, say hello. Hey, guys. Psyched to be on the podcast. This is awesome. So this is actually Scott's second time on the podcast. If you missed his uh, interview with Cody Hoffine, it is absolutely bananas. You got to check that out. A lot of really great information when it comes to the actual seller appointment. But this podcast is about massive deals, what we like to call the MDs, right? This is the massive deals that we're talking about. Something that really, really, really just gets your whole business. Like it takes your business from chugging along to all of a sudden you're at light speed because you make huge deals. And you, I mean, this is the exact like formula that you used in your business because you did what, an $85,000 deal and it just started. Yeah. Yeah. We, we started doing deals from the driving for dollars and started bringing on some people. You know, Scott's actually one of one of my first few students. He's part of the beta test group. Uh, just wanted to confirm that it worked in other markets other than my own. And so when he called me with this deal and he was running the numbers, I was like, bro, that's like a six-figure deal that you have. You're going to beat well, let's, my let, biggest let, deal. Let's, let's leave some mystery to the actual <laughs> size and scope of the deal going. But Well, I didn't tell him he got it, right? Oh, okay. Yeah, that's it. So really, guys, you know, when we're looking at this, and, and Scott, say hello. Kind of tell everybody a little bit about how you're running your business. 
Yeah, my name is Scott. And um, right now we have a super small team. It's just myself, my wife, who's doing all the driving. And I have a cold caller in the Philippines that calls for a few hours a day for me. And I had him before I joined the TTP program. And just a quick note about my background is up until recently, only a month ago, I was working full time. So I started this wholesaling journey, like a lot of the people that are probably listening, where it was just a dream, where I heard other people on the podcast that were crushing it and doing deals. And I said, I want to do that. So I started last year back in May, did my first deal this year in March. And that was a, a direct mail deal. And that's the one where I was on the podcast for. But um, I was working full time and just traveling all over the country for my day job and trying to wholesale at the same time. So when I, my wife started helping me in my business, started doing the administrative tasks, handling the, the mail, return mail, lists, and uh, doing some driving for us, that's when we got really consistent with everything and the business started to take off. That's awesome. And I just got to make a, a quick note that uh, we're all wearing the same shirts, which is great. The, TT, the TTP shirt is, is a classic. I mean, it, it is wonderful. If you're listening to this, it won't make sense. But if you're watching it, check us out on the YouTube channel, Brent Daniels, Real Estate Coach, or the Wholesaling Inc. Uh, YouTube channel. But uh, we're looking good. We're looking good. It's, it, feel, it looks kind of stronger. It word. looks a little cultish, you know, but don't don't let that mislead you guys. It's uh, he just made, he made me wear just it. drink the Kool-Aid. Just drink the Kool-Aid. OK, no, but incredible. So you started out, you started December, you, you started closing deals March, right? Started a year ago in 2018 in May. And, and closed my first deal this March. Got it. And what took you so long to close that deal? I was in Southern California and, and I, I couldn't get the job done. Yeah. I tried direct mail. I tried everything I could think of. Didn't have my wife helping me. So I was running through a couple of virtual assistants and not having good results with them. But I was just, I, I had too much on my plate. I couldn't get it done. And low responses, wasn't getting good leads. So I just made a bold move and tested the market. Went up to Portland for a week and sent some direct mail. So it would arrived at the same time that I got up here I actually started getting some responses. And that was exciting because I was used to not getting responses. That's kind of what I needed just to say, hey, let's take a leap of faith here and go try another place because I was really committed to making a wholesaling working. I love it. And you know, I think an important thing that to understand there is there are some areas that are super, super, super competitive. The price points are really high and the deal sizes are, I mean, the, the profits you make per deal are really large. So this enables some of the bigger people to spend 80000 a month, 100000 a month, $120,000 a month on marketing, right? On finding and sourcing those deals. I mean, it does take a long time in certain markets to get going, especially if you're going to be marketing to them, if you're going to do traditional marketing. It's a little bit different when you're, when you're picking up the phone and calling them because if you catch the person at the right moment, you get that deal. But it is interesting that you went to a different market and all of a sudden it was like the sun is shining, birds are chirping, there's rainbows yeah. out. You know what I mean? And I had family here, which is why I chose where I am right now. But it could have been anywhere other than where I was. I would have done the same thing, tested it out and kind of moved. How did you guys get um, how did, put together? How did you hear about me, Scott? I actually don't know this. 
Tom Kroll on a coaching call suggested to a student that was talking about driving for dollars. Tom Kroll said, you know, I don't actually do it in my business, but if you're looking to systematize it, Zach Booth has a system which works really well. I think he's starting maybe a coaching program or taking on some students. I suggest you reach out to Zach. So he told that to someone else, but I immediately got your information and reached out to you. Well, Scott, I'm glad you did, man. You're a guy that takes some serious action. I didn't know that story about you switching markets, man. Like that's that's bold. Good for you, man. That's cool. Yeah. So you switch. You you went into Oregon. You switch markets. You're rocking and rolling. And then all of a sudden, what are you doing? Are you calling them? Are you mailing them? What are you doing? Are you- so we were mailing. Yep. Um, first, we started off with direct mail using the Tom Crow list. So we bought that for a few different counties. I had my Filipino cold caller calling it. Calling it. Didn't have uh, any success off of his cold calls. I did my first deal off of a cold call off the Tom Crow list. That you and did? That I made, yeah. When oh, I was working, I really didn't have time to make calls. But it was like a Saturday. I had 15 minutes. I'm like, let's do it. See, that's really important because I'm telling you, if you you don't have to be like, hey, listen, I got to make three hours of calls or I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to be able to do this. I'm not going to be successful. You can do it when you have breaks, 15 minutes, 20 minutes, one conversation. I'm telling you, one phone conversation could be the difference between it could make you 10, 20, $50,000, $100,000. I guarantee you're not going to make anything if you're not making any kind of calls or are not having any conversations with distressed property owners. So you don't have to like revolutionize your life and schedule to be able to make all these calls, right? Well, how is it, how is it with driving? Driving is the same thing. Just real quick, talking about what you talked about. You know, I was a student of this guy right here for cold calling. My first deal was 11 minutes on the dialer, dude. Mm-hmm. I was shocked. I yeah. was floored. Just like, yeah, I want to sell. Yeah. I mean, obviously, it's that's probably not going to happen for you, but I just got the right seller. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's crazy. It is crazy. It's crazy. So how do you, how do you fit in time if you're working full time? How are you driving for dollars? How do people do it? You, what you guys need to realize is it actually doesn't take that much time with the. The systems that they have, the software systems, the technology of today, man, you guys can go out and pin anywhere between 30 and 50 addresses that need some love per hour. Mm-hmm. So, and it doesn't take that many addresses to find a deal. Right. You know, when we first started out and I was pinning just the ugly houses, I mean, we were finding a deal every 500 addresses I pinned. Obviously, our criteria has come down and it's much higher than that, but, but I, I have someone driving for me, so I've loosened my criteria, but... Man, it doesn't take it doesn't take that much. No. I mean, an hour a day, man, and you know, take a different route from work on the way home. Yep. yep. Yeah. What are you using? What are you, are you using an app, Scott? We're using an app. We started off using the app Driving for Dollars app. Yep. And we liked it because it gave us phone numbers. It had pretty good pricing. You could pin super fast. We've recently switched to the Deal Machine app because the other one changed up their pricing structure. And also, I noticed that the quality of the skip tracing lately hasn't been as good as it was before. That's what we use. I've got a group of five people driving literally right now using the Deal Machine app, putting them in and just taking over the over the city, you know, really trying to get as many as possible. How many houses? I mean, you're in, you're in Salt Lake. Salt Lake. How many houses are possibly able to pin? So, yeah, so that's something that I teach my students is... We try and schedule certain neighborhoods. We redrive every neighborhood every six months. Interesting. So, you know, I have a student in North Carolina. His market's small. Mm-hmm. If he pins 300 houses a week, he's going to pin the entire market 
the right with run the the rundown neighborhoods, the areas that actually have fix and flip opportunities. Right, he's going to pin that entire market in six months. Yeah. So in my market, I can pin about two thousand houses a week before I saturate the entire market in six months. But then I start to remove those pins from my master uh, map that mm-hmm. I show my students how to put together. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's fantastic. We blacklist certain areas. Mm-hmm. So you're not driving on top of areas you don't want your drivers. Right. And, and yeah, so we have a great system to make sure we're pinning the, you know, those areas over and over and over. What are you doing, Scott? Ones. So my wife, she drives every day for about two hours. And it's about 100 houses a day is her target. We don't always get it. Sometimes when we go to the neighborhoods with the curvy streets, we're pinning a lot less. And sometimes she'll come back with like 140. But when she, she's gotten really good at just hitting the groove, she gets out about 9 a.m. every morning, comes back around noon. So it takes her about two hours to pin plus the drive time. And we're consistently building up our list. And I want to stress, we're going to talk about probably the big deal in a second. Yeah. But we're filling up our pipeline right now and something that we intend to stay committed to. We haven't gotten tons of deals from it yet, but we're getting lots of interest and we're building up a big database of distressed homes in our market. And eventually we're going to convert that list to a lot of money. So it's something that we want to stay consistent with and we plan on doing that for the long term. Let me ask you guys both, how often is your driver or your wife, Scott, running into other people with the Deal Machine app in a car driving the neighborhoods? (laughs) Your competition's not going to go out and do this. And if they are, they're going to be doing deals. The thing is, is there's guys in my market that are doing it. I have students in my own market. Man, there's so many deals out there. Mm -hmm. It's insane. But you're saying it's very rare. Oh, yeah. If ever. Yeah. (laughs) Right? Scott, has has Alejandra ever ran into anybody? Never run into another person driving for dollars. Never. (laughs) (laughs) Right? It's really interesting. But... What most people do is they go to list source or they go to the county recorder's office or they go to some list company, which is fine. I go to I go to list source, I use list source, but I know if I can pull it in three minutes a list, everybody else can pull it in three minutes, right? If it costs me a hundred dollars to get a, a, a distressed property list. It's a hundred dollars for anybody that wants that list. So it's going to be the exact, I mean, pretty similar list. And there's going to be more people going after that. Nobody has your exact driving for dollars list. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Nobody has yeah. it because you guys are doing your own thing. You're out there, you're getting these areas, you're driving in different times, you're catching people in different times in their life. And I'm telling you, if you have quality conversations with distressed property owners, that is the key to this business. It's the only thing that you need to focus on. And if you catch people at the right time, having those good quality conversations, we already know everybody on a driving for dollars list is distressed. A rough rundown or dated condition of a property is a sign of distress. It is. They're emotionally detached to the property because if they cared about it, they'd take care of it. Or maybe they physically can't, or maybe they, uh, it's been a rental and, you know, they've just, they've, they've depreciated it as long as they can. Right. You know, we talked about this for your income taxes purposes and they're ready to get rid of it. They're ready to move on with their life. And so these properties, they don't have the budget, nor do they want to put the budget into fixing these up. Right. Oh yeah. I mean, when you guys are talking to these guys, and, and I'll, I'll speak for myself, but what is the typical response when you actually get a hold of somebody that is considering an offer? 
Is it, are they rentals? Are they owner occupied? Like what is the, what's the mix typically? You know, one thing that was, was really interesting for me is before this list, most of my deals were, you know, non-owner occupied. We actually found that most of these deals are actually owner occupied. Mm -hmm. They're, they're primary residents for these people. What about you, Scott? That's interesting for me that most of the leads I've gotten are like the nightmare tenant situation where they finally got that person out, the property's just been trashed, mm -hmm. or the deal that we've done off of it, it was um, it was just an, an extra house, I guess, that the guy had, and it had been vacant for years, he's using it to store stuff. That's exactly, same with us. Our biggest deals in the last 12 months have been driving for dollars multifamily. Bananas, I mean, mm -hmm. just, big deals. Everybody wants to get multifamily. I talk about it on this podcast. I talk about it on the YouTube channel, but multifamily, duplex, triplex, fourplex, even going up bigger if you want to, right? But it's just a phenomenal opportunities because when there's one house and it's kind of run down, that's one thing. When there's four units with four problem tenants and they're all month to month and they've all been beating up this place and it's all under market rents. Yes. It's fish in a barrel, man. I'm telling you, it's fish in a barrel. Yep. We do run into a lot of property owners that that's on our driving for dollars list. We've seen it. It's a really rundown property. It's got cars on the front lawn, a lot of junk, and needs a new roof. And they'll tell us it's in great shape, and they really believe it. So this isn't to sit here and say that every person that we talk to is going to want to sell their property. We talk with a lot of people that think it's you know downtown or close to downtown. It's worth a million dollars because of the size of the lot. Yeah. But the reason that we're investing in this program and building the list is because we want to be talking to as many people as possible that actually do have distressed property. So even though we're talking with people that think it's a great house, we're still talking with more than if we just bought an equity list. Yeah, got it. So let me put you on the spot and then maybe you can make him blush a little bit, make uh, Zach blush a little bit, but what? Hard to do. Give, us, give us a couple things just off the top. I, I mean, we had not discussed this. Give me a couple things that learning from him really helped you to take your driving for dollars marketing channel to the next level. Well, all right. Before it's the scale and the scope is the thing that comes to mind. I did driving for dollars here and there before I yeah. joined X program, but it was just dabbling. Like if we saw a really bad house, we'd pull the car over and go, hey, find a piece of paper. Let's write down that address. And then over time, we'd compile 30 to 50 of these and then I'd skip trace it. So it was a lot of effort for a really small list. And also I was trying to target just a, a list of the worst houses, the absolute worst houses. Since getting into Zach's program. Listen to that gold nugget. Say that again. I want you to say that again, because that is something that, that was like my biggest mistake in the beginning. So say that again. So we were just trying to find the worst houses, the absolute worst houses, the obvious ones, the boarded up ones, and, and keep those on our list and also doing it here and there uh, during commuting or if we got a couple hours on a Saturday. When we joined Zach's program, we decided to implement it as a process and a program into our business where now we're doing it on a mass scale and we've widened our criteria and our scope in terms of what we consider a pinnable house. Now we're not just looking for the absolute worst, but we're looking for certain cues which Zach has taught us, like overgrown front lawns, obviously tarp on the roof, needs a new roof, boarded up windows is an obvious one, but maybe a crack in the window, a broken window, bad siding. I think there might be one or two other on the list. That's how we're able to pin so many is because we've widened our scope and we're able to build a bigger list now and hit more people with phone calls and hit more people with direct mail. 
Love it. And so we systematize it thanks to Zach. That's why I joined this program. I didn't want to invent this system from zero. And there's a guy I could learn from that's has a couple million dollar business already doing it. It is obvious. It's no brainer. Right. And I think it's important to say that uh, Zach is making has made over a million dollars from driving for dollars. So this isn't just this isn't just a, hey, you know, use this app and here's a couple of good ideas. This is literally what he's done from failing and failing and failing and failing and learning and failing and learning and failing. And then finally you put it all together, which makes it exciting for everybody because then they can just literally skip six, nine, 12 months of heartache and heartburn and, and, and going through those failures and just start implementing. For sure. And, right. I, and I can't take credit for all of it, right? I mean, I have a fantastic team that works alongside me, you know, Cameron's my systems guy. My goodness, I couldn't have done it without him, you know, my acquisition team, and then my amazing mentors, you know, this guy right here taught <laughs> me so much, you know, all the coaches over at Wholesaling Inc. And then also my, my original students. So Scott and 13 original students of mine, God, like when you start to teach something, guys, like you get asked questions that you didn't think of. Like I found so yeah. many flaws in my own business and so, I mean, obviously, you know, this system is making money. It's making money for, for a lot of people, but it's, it's definitely been an accumulation of some, some really brilliant minds. Love it. It's been Love awesome. It. Let's talk massive deals, okay? So we are, you already alluded to, you already told them how much you made, basically. My, my, my bad. My <laughs> but, bad. <laughs> but honestly, let's do this. Let's just put it through, let's put it through the filter of the four pillars of pre-qualification, right? So guys, anytime that you have... Guys and gals, I say guys in general, right? When you have a lead, you need to pre-qualify them before you go on that appointment. And I teach that you, you pre-qualify them based on the condition of the property, their timeline to sell, their motivation to sell, and their price. Okay, so how was the condition of the property? So you did a big, massive deal. You drove for dollars. You got the phone number. You're Filipino cold caller. You TTP'd them, right? You picked up the phone. You called them or your, your staff member did, your caller did, and then what was the condition of the property? So I'm reading his initial call notes from the first call right now. He says, this is what the Filipino cold caller put down. The property has been unattended for a couple of years. Yep. He's selling it right now as is. I asked him his price and he said to give him an offer. I asked him one more time and he said to give him an offer. He's selling the property and as is condition, it's in bad shape. If we want to see the property, we could set up an appointment on Monday. So, man, that's enough motivation that's and distress chills. signs right there. We set the appointment as fast as we could. Dude, I'm telling you, that's the best. Dude, like when so the, good when you get those leads. Yeah, two yeah. years. I love how he said it too. Unattended. <laughs> okay. So, so it's been two years. It's obviously dated or beat up. Was it in really rough shape? I mean, was there uh, really uh, main issues with it? Or was it just it needed a, a renovation? Just needed to be renovated. Very yeah. old property, probably 10 or 20 years of having stuff sitting in it and no one awesome. living in it and, and keeping it up, right? Yeah. So it, it looked really bad. But from what I heard from the person that ended up being the end cash buyer on it, they said at the end of the day, it's not that bad. We're going to put 50 into this, yeah. and uh, which is less than other deals that I've done in terms yeah. of renovations. So they said, yeah, it's uh, had good structure to it. Just would need to update everything. What was his timeline? How quick did he want to sell it? He seemed like he wanted to sell it right away. I mean, I mean, what, what, I, did it, what did it end up? What's real life? So real life was that cold call, I believe, was a Thursday. Yep. 
I sent my acquisition manager, who was my mom, out to the property and met with the owner. That was a Monday. Yep. We uh, gave him a verbal offer. He said he liked it. He said that was fair. Yep. And he needed to talk with um, some family and needed to think about it. And I believe at the end of that week, of that same week, we had it under contract. So uh, seven days, eight days-ish? Yeah, yeah seven, eight days. Contact yeah. to, to exactly. S. Now, what was the his motivation? What, what was his motivation? His motivation? You know, I, I still don't know exactly what the motivation was, <laughs> other than it's just... Because <laughs> I wasn't there on the appointments myself, yeah. but... It's just sitting there collecting stuff and he was ready to sell. Maybe no one had ever called him before. I'm not sure. A lot of these people just get direct mail and no one calls him. And then the price. So did he he ever, did he ever give you a price or did you have to give him one first? We gave him the price first because he never gave us a price. Right. We wanted to anchor low. Yep. We pulled up the tax assessed value mm-hmm. and basically showed that to him. And, and we used that to set the anchor. And I think we went a little bit lower than it just due to the condition of the property. Right. And, and, that, and he thought that was a fair offer. And that was what price? That was 160 Okay. And just before you tell us what you sold it for, this is really important, guys. He's talking about anchoring low. He means if the seller isn't giving you a price and they want you to give them a price, then remember... In every transaction, the value is determined by the buyer, okay? I don't care if it's toothpaste. I don't care if it's gasoline. I don't care if it's a house. It's not appraisers. It's not the government. It's not uh, the seller. That de- It's not real estate agents that determine the price. It is a ready, willing, and able buyer that sets the price. So if he says that it's worth, what do you say, 140 160. We put under contract for 160. If you say it's 160 and you don't over hallucinate and assume that the seller is going to want way more, then all of a sudden that sounds like a great deal to them. You sign it up at 160 and then you go on and you sell it for how much? We sold it for 275. <laughs> Hold on a second. Hold on a second. This is insane. Yep. Right. So here's the thing, guys. I think that we overcomplicate this too much. I think that this business is very, very, very simple. If you talk to people, if you ask them questions, if you pre-qualify them, if you find out that they're ready to go now and they don't have a number in mind that they want, then you need to see what they will take. Don't assume that you're going to offend them. Don't assume that it's too low. You set the price. The buyer sets the price. Okay. Listen, if another buyer came to that same seller and said, I will give you $275 for the property, that's what the property would be worth. You were the one there. You were the one that called them. You were the one that, that, that solved the problem of the property with that seller. And for that, you got paid a hundred and what, 15,000 or something. Yeah. Oh my gosh, man. That is, yeah. I mean, but that's, that's life-changing money, right? I mean, it really, what does that do to your mindset? What does that do to your brain chemistry? Honestly, it's, uh, it's amazing. I mean, we made a lot of money really quickly on this. So obviously we can do some cool things in our business, like hire drivers, hire cold callers. We can do more direct mail marketing. Now I, I'm trying to be smart here and, and scale super slowly so that yes. I just don't you know, have a bunch of marketing going on, don't have the systems to handle it. But now all of a sudden I know that we're okay financially as a family. We can 
you know, take trips or do pretty much whatever we want to do, but we're trying to maintain our lifestyle exactly the same. And just, uh, this is business money and we're going to accumulate it, reinvest it. And then we could start to close on properties ourselves eventually yep. buy some rentals. So it's yep. just uh, seed money for that sort of stuff. Isn't that so encouraging? I mean, don't you feel, feel encouraged? You got to be listening to this, and I, I've had big deals, but I've never had a I've never had one hundred and fifteen thousand dollars assignment. And you, you know what I mean? But it feel now just listening to it, I'm like, I can do that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I know that the first time that I did a deal over fifty thousand dollars, it changed everything. Yeah, it really changes everything. It is a big mental shift. It changes the chemistry yeah. in your brain, right? And I just think to myself, like, you know. You can't limit yourself on these deals. You can't assume that you can only make a certain amount on these deals. You can get massive deals if you're looking for them. Like this is just so, I mean, it's just wildly encouraging. Don't you think? I mean, Great. as you're talking, I, I'm having deja vu because I remember driving around back in January, listening to you on the podcast, talking about when you get a, when you get your first deal, it changes your brain chemistry. Yep. And here I am back in January, never having done a deal before. I'm spending my little free time driving for dollars, just grinding on the hope and on the prayer and on faith that it's going to happen. And hearing you say that, I was like, I I, I know it's going to happen. I know I'll get that brain chemistry changed. I just got to knock that first one. I'm getting getting a call right now from driving for dollars lead. This could be a closing call, but I'm going (laughs) to... finish the podcast <laughs> and I'll get that deal. Answer it. That's the driver for dollars cold call. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. I mean, I just, I think, you know, having a, a blend of both of the programs here, being able to have this conversation with you, it's just, it's wonderfully encouraging. It's fantastically rewarding. I think for both of us to see you just do such an amazing job at this thing. And yeah, sky's the limit for you, man. I want you to keep going, keep that mentality. Really, really, really excellent. Really excellent. Thanks for sharing with the other other listeners, Scott, and sharing this deal. I mean, it, it can be done. I was there not too long ago, yeah. you know? I mean, this yeah. is... Yeah, Scott, Scott TTP'd me. He came into my office before joining <laughs> the program because he was in town for on a business trip, right? This is your old job right. that you're with, right? And he came in, we spent some time together, and then eventually you got into it and got serious about it and joined, yeah. which was great. And now you're sitting, what, seven deals deep, right? You said you've closed yeah. seven, is that right? Yeah, seven. You've got a, you've got a pipeline going, and then of those seven deals, what does that kind of amount to? Do you know what the total amount that that is? It's a little bit embarrassing because I know there's cash buyers in my market that listen to this podcast, but we're we're north of three hundred thousand now. Three hundred thousand for the year. Yeah. Are you embarrassed by that? Where's your victory <laughs> bell, man? That's awesome. I That's absolutely amazing. love it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. three hundred thousand. Well, I'll let you ring it this time. Come on, man. Yes. <laughs> I'm not good at this yet. Ring it. I'm not good at this yet. We, we were we were we were practicing yeah. this before. Here we go. There we go. <laughs> You got them for both the coaches. So awesome, man. Really, really appreciate it, Scott. I want to stress that this was ended up being a win-win-win on this deal because the owner was so happy to sell it to us. It was a success for him. We helped him move out his stuff. We took care of his piano, moved it to the location that he wanted it to go to. He needed time to sort through family heirlooms and belongings. So that's what we provided to him, a quick solution that solved his problem. We were rewarded for it financially. And our end buyer is going to do a tasteful remodel and also make a nice profit. It was a home run for them, too. And, and that's what it's all about. That's what it's about. 100%.
Love it. Zach, how do people get a hold of you to, to reach out? Because the, the program's not even out yet. The mass launch isn't yeah. even started. I came down here to get some, some more coaching from a man here. And so uh, what they reach out to you how? Uh, man, you could right now, the only thing I have set up, you can reach out to me through Facebook. So you can find me, uh, Zach, Zach Booth. Uh, so Z-A-C-K, last name's B-O-O-T-H-E. Um, so you can send me a, a message on Facebook and I'll, I'll get back to you. So. Awesome. Awesome. And pretty soon you'll you'll have access to me through wholesaling Inc. and everything else. So great, check it out. I'm telling you guys, I I am behind the scenes on this thing. I make a cameo appearance in the actual program, and uh, it's going to be absolutely phenomenal. And for the the price versus value is is off the charts. It really is. highly recommended. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be absolutely crazy. And if you're looking to join the most proactive group in real estate, wearing the the same shirts, the TTP shirts. But if you're looking to join the most proactive group in real estate investing, you got to check out uh, wholesalinginc.com forward slash TTP. Check out the page. Make sure you see the testimonials. Make sure you see what the program's all about. In your gut, if it feels good, then make sure that you schedule a call. It'll be the best call of your year. If you do join, I look forward to interviewing you on this podcast, on these videos, on the YouTube channel, because we are serious. We are absolutely making superstars. So uh, you guys are the best. I encourage you all to talk to people. Until next time, guys. See ya. That's all for this episode. Your next step to success is to continue the conversation over at InvestorGrit.com by joining the mailing list, as well as get your chance to book a strategy session to learn the systems and become part of the tribe with your hosts, Tom Kroll and Cody Hoffheim. We'll see you next episode with more ways to make you a fortune in wholesaling.